Hello, my dudes, and welcome to the first ever episode of... Almost forgot the name, but it is called Previously Gifted, and uh, I guess I'll do a little background of that name because we're here and it's the very beginning of something new. So, Previously Gifted comes from my childhood. If you are maybe a student in the United States, you may be familiar with the program GATE, Gifted and Talented Education, question mark? Um, so I was a gate child. I was a talented, promising, intelligent student once upon a time. And now I am a 22-year-old woman living in Long Island, living on Long Island. I've been corrected many times. Um, I'm sitting here in basically my pajamas. It's noon. And other than online pennies that I earn, I am unemployed. So we are going to get right into it. And um, I don't really know uh, what to promise you guys as far as the subject of this podcast goes, especially this episode. But just in general, I'm thinking, you know, obviously it's a good platform to be able to expand on discussions that I have had on my channel. And you guys know I like to discuss um, everything fairly honestly, and I like to just be open even about things that I think most people don't like to discuss publicly. (laughs) Um, But recently, oh man, I've been feeling kind of weird and vulnerable about the things that I've been sharing, which is ironic because here I am starting another uh, way to share all of those things. But, um, like, I get these these comments occasionally, and I feel like it's just been compiling a lot recently in my mind because in the past year, in the past six months especially, I have shared, like, every change in my life, you know, be that where I'm living what I'm doing for work, what I'm planning to do for school, and obviously um, putting all of my life online, especially in that way, with all of the uncertainty that I've had, um, you know, some people can be very critical of that. Um, The reason that I like to share everything is because I know that there are so many of you listening or watching who can relate? And I know from comments that I've gotten, messages and other feedback, that it's really important to be able to hear from other people, um, and sometimes it's best to hear from strangers, <laughs> um, just that you're going through similar struggles. And I think, I don't know, it's such a classic thing um, to be a 20-something and be confused and be broke and be you know, like, just all over the place. And I get that. And I'm not trying to make this podcast into, like, a stereotypical representation of that, because though it can be a stereotype, I think it's a lot deeper and more complicated. I mean, I was thinking about this this morning. I am just living my life. (laughs) You know, that's why sometimes I'm like, it's fine, because it really is. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, everything is fine. And, you know, I may be struggling to figure out what I want to do or, you know, struggling with, like, other kind of issues, mental health issues maybe, 
just life things. But really, when I think about it, everything is fine and I have a very open road ahead of me. And so I stay positive. But anyway, I do get occasional comments. um, And I was reading some this morning that were just like, yeah, kind of just saying like how all over the place I am or, you know, just like messy, but in a negative way, because obviously I make jokes about it. I'm very self-deprecating about it um, because I have to approach it with humor. You know, I approach it with humor in my own life. So, of course, I'll do that when I'm representing all of these issues and discussing what I'm going through online. Um, But then, of course, you'll get people who think that they know what's best for you. (laughs) And that's always uh, frustrating, especially when it's strangers online. But it's, tr- it's frustrating no matter who it is, if it's coming from your family, your parents, uh, your friends, your Facebook friends. There are always people who think that they could fix your problems for you or that they know what's best for you. Um, <laughs> and, you know, even talking about this podcast with Nathan, uh, my boyfriend, for those of you who didn't know, Uh, We were talking about this and the subjects that I wanted to discuss and even just the name, Previously Gifted, and he's like, well, I feel like you're kind of branding yourself in a negative way, like you're, you know, people think that you're this, like, messy, broke, irresponsible person. I was like, first of all, ouch, who said that? (laughs) I mean, I get what he's saying because, I mean, you look at my recent videos and just what I've been doing. And the most popular videos are about me discussing, you know, maybe dropping out of college or transferring or, you know, all the other decisions I've made and and being very open about uh, my student loan debt, my credit card debt, um, having to get my wisdom teeth out and it cost me $2,000 that I definitely didn't have. So I'm open about it. But it's really funny that that Nathan would see it that way, like, that this is a, like, a negative representation of myself, because obviously Nathan loves me, and I love him, and he's so sweet and very supportive, um, but I think he just doesn't want me to, I don't know, like, be portrayed in a negative way, you know, because he sees all the best things in me, and that's great of him, um, But I just thought about it and I was like, I'm not trying to represent myself or to present myself um, as this like extremely troubled, confused, lost, broke, like young adult. But I mean, is that who I am? Maybe. Uh, Leave it in the comments below (laughs) what you think. Uh, I don't know. It's it's been very strange recently. I've been trying to figure out what I want to do, and I have really, really, really been trying to take all of this internet work more seriously, Um, not just for the sake of, you know, maybe growing my YouTube or starting this podcast, and hopefully this will be successful, whatever that means, Um, but I've been trying to really take it all more seriously because I kind of have always thought of YouTube as a a hobby or, you know, something I enjoy that pays me a little bit, but never as my job and never as something that I take very seriously in a professional way. But there are so many skills that I can learn from 
doing this kind of work or, you know, making videos and, you know, just everything that goes along with being a presence on social media. Ugh, I hate that term. Um, it's all just so obnoxious and a little pretentious, but also like, what else do you call people who make, you know, social media content more than just casually? Because everybody makes, you know, some kind of content. If you're on social media, if you're posting, you're tweeting, you're Instagramming, whatever. Um, anyway, it's, I'm kind of having an identity crisis, but is that new? No. Um, so yeah, I'm, I've been trying to change my mindset about all of this because I have been in a bit of a funk lately. You know, I'm in a new place. I'm looking outside the window right now and it is snowy. We just had our first snowfall about two days ago and it's been here ever since, which is t completely new to me. Um, and right now it's beautiful and it's not really that cold out either. But, uh, you know, I'm adjusting. I'm in a new place. I'm in new weather conditions. Um, and above all, I feel so painfully unproductive because I don't have another job right now. So essentially YouTube and all of this is my only job, but I'm just trying to figure out how to do it in the best way. You know, always trying to figure out how to make better content. <laughs> God, it drives me absolutely insane. I wish I could just create things without any, any thought or consideration of what's good enough for my audience. Just, just create for yourself. But it's so hard to do that when you have an audience. It's easy to just create something for yourself if you're not showing it to anyone, but if I'm literally uploading it on a website where it's going to notify 100,000 people that I posted it, and then they're free to, you know, like it, dislike it, um, comment, um, it's really hard to not consider that feedback um, when you're posting something. And I don't know, I guess I could just create and not post it. But I'm like, I'm not gonna film a vlog and not post it. You know, that's the that's the interesting thing about, I guess, creating any kind of art or just creative work in general. I don't want to call my YouTube videos art. They may be some form of art, but that's, that's up for debate. I'm not trying to sound like I'm this like, I don't know. I don't know. I am a creative person and I do like to create, but I know that my YouTube videos are not art. Some of them, I would say yes. And I guess that's the essence of my inner struggle with my videos and the content that I create is like, I want to be genuine, true, raw, whatever. <laughs> Even that sounds pretentious. I'm like listening to myself in these headphones with a fucking mic hanging in front of my face. I just feel like everything sounds so fucking <laughs> stupid. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So I think that some videos I make are worthy of being called art, and those are my favorite videos. Those are the videos that I actually want to send to my friends or that my friends surprise me and text me and say, I saw your video, I loved it, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't happen often. And I think that's something that maybe you wouldn't know about I guess me as a YouTuber, I can't speak for other YouTubers, 
but it's something that's always made me like a little sad. It's that my videos are for my viewers and my subscribers, but I have a different relationship with my viewers than I do with my friends, obviously. And a lot of my real life friends, like I'm talking like friends from school, like high school, whatever. Um, a lot of them don't watch my videos or don't watch them regularly. Um, and that's always made me sad because YouTube is such a big part of my life and it has been like always. <laughs> so for someone to be a close friend of mine, but not essentially support my videos, um, something that I spend so much time doing and that's such a big part of me, it just feels really strange to have um, any of my friends not be involved in that. And I'm not saying I need all my friends to watch all my videos, comment or text me every time they watch them. Definitely not. I can totally understand why my friends or some of my friends don't, you know, some of them aren't even into YouTube at all. So I get it. But anyway, it's, uh, it's, it's weird. But sometimes I will post a video, um, I think the last one that got this kind of reaction was probably Hunted K. <laughs> I'll post a video and it'll get great feedback from my friends and they'll reach out and like text me and that just makes me feel so good. And I wish I could have that kind of reaction from every video I post, but I know that that's, that's not the way that it's going to be. I have to check... Sorry if you can hear my phone in my hand. I have to check if this lipstick is in my teeth. It's not. Good times. In getting ready for this podcast, I um, I put on lipstick and like eyeshadow and um, this soy sauce shirt and some kind of effort to look decent. I really, I don't know how I feel about the video component, component of this because... <laughs> I wish I could just be sitting here and not be concerned about the camera or anything, but it's on, so oh well. Anyway, uh, the struggles of being a creator, that's where I'm at. And then on top of that, you know, obviously, just financial stresses. I'm, I'm, I think that's absolutely my number one stress, which totally makes sense, um, Oh, God, I don't even want to talk about it. But hey, for the sake of transparent discussion, not that I have to tell you guys everything about my life, but, you know, um, I had to start repaying my student loans this year because I'm taking time off school. So essentially, I'm out of school and my repayment period started. So my parents texted me and they're like, hey, we have Parent Plus loans which I've already promised to repay. You know, my parents had to take them out because I couldn't take any more out under my own name. Um, but I told them, you know, when I was initially going to college, I was like, hey, I know you guys don't want this kind of financial liability. It's going to have to be under your name, but I promise I will be the one making the payments. So, yeah, they reminded me that those uh, loans need to be paid soon and also my own and then I have this growing mound of credit card debt that makes me sick. I'm like, how did I do this? But also then I think about it and I'm like, mm, France, um, <laughs> all of my traveling, so many plane tickets. And then on top of that, uh, 
thousands that I have spent on dental work in the past few months between my a Smile Direct Club aligners and my wisdom tooth removal and my cavity fillings. God, being an adult is fucking awesome. <laughs> it's really not that bad, but the fact that, you know, just like my income is not matching um, my expenses and the debt that I need to be repaying. So, you know, I'm constantly crunching the numbs, uh, and trying to figure out, you know, what's an ideal income? How much should I be making right now to be able to pay off, you know, big chunks every month? But instead, I'm sitting here doing this. (laughs) And it's like, God, why can't I find something that is creatively fulfilling? Um, And how can I have the time and energy to do these creative things? But also, like, I need a job. And I need to be working enough and I need to be very serious about, you know, my financial life. It's funny because on Instagram, I asked you guys for topics or questions, things for me to discuss. And quite a few of you asked about um, budgeting. And I was like, why is anyone asking me how to budget? (laughs) Like, truly, I... I have no idea. I can make a budget. I can write one up. I actually have so much fun doing that. I love like crunching the numbs as long as I get to ignore my debt largely. If I'm just thinking like income, these are my bills, blah, blah, blah. I'll have this much extra so you can save or you can use that to pay down debt. I have fun doing that. Um, But not at the moment because I need a job and I need an income but that's completely up to me. So I need to get off my fucking ass and just go get one, right? I don't know. Easier said than done. Like I've mentioned in um, videos and stuff recently, I've been really picky about what kind of job I want, what kind of schedule I want. And the stupid thing is, I know I don't have the room to be picky right now. Like, I have no reason to be like, no, I don't want to work that many hours, or I don't want to work weekends, because Nathan doesn't doesn't work weekends, and I want to be able to, you know, go on trips and stuff. I know that I should be kicking my own ass, and like, have like a bare bones budget, and really be saving like every dollar, and working as much as I can, so that I can just be throwing like thousands at all of my debt in the next, you know, seven, eight months. Um, but, but I'm stupid and selfish. I don't get it. Uh, it's like, I'm so conflicted about it. I mean, there really is no click, like conflict. It's just like, it's me being lazy on one hand. And yeah, I'm picky where I have no room to be. But on the other hand, I do want to be able to take this creative work seriously. And that is why, my friends, uh, I am starting a Patreon for this podcast and kind of just for my online content in general. And I'm trying to finalize how I'm structuring that. If you don't know, Patreon is basically uh, just a way for you to support creators so you can... um, pledge a certain amount of money every month, um, just a few dollars to go toward, you know, the, the creator doing their work and, you know, being able to support themselves financially. 
So, um, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to structure how I would like mine to be. I want it to be, you know, obviously very affordable (laughs) for you guys, because I mean, the thought that any of you would be willing to give me a few dollars every month, you know, to, to support me in any way is amazing. And I know that it sounds to some people like so ridiculous and selfish to even ask, Um, But the truth is, you know, I put in a lot of work to make my videos and to now start this podcast, (laughs) and I enjoy that. I really enjoy putting in those hours, and I would love if I could, you know, survive off of just my online work, and I feel like, you know, if the numbers were right, I feel like I would be a little less stressed out if, you know, all I had to do was this and didn't have to think about getting another part-time job. But anyway, um, I thank you guys because I know that many of you are in the same position as me. You know, you're young, you're in college or out of college, whatever. You've got your own bills. I get that, you know. Um, So (laughs) just know that I get it. Uh, Whether you can, you know, be a patron or not, you guys just listening and interacting with me, is the biggest support. So thank you. But um, yeah, that being said, it took a lot for me to finally get to that step where I was even okay with having a Patreon because it's like this inherently icky thing for some reason. And I think it's kind of unfair, but like um, some people think like YouTubers or whoever shouldn't have Patreons because, you know, why? Why do you need it? But it's like, uh, on Patreon, there are a lot of musicians and they need that money to help fund their projects. And that could be directly through paying for instruments or equipment or helping them pay their rent. You know, all of that helps an artist be able to focus on, you know, making their art, creating their content. So why doesn't the same thing apply to YouTubers who everybody knows We're getting kind of the shit end of the deal. Is that an expression? Probably not. (laughs) Um, When it comes to, you know, AdSense and everything right now. I mean, YouTubers have never made a lot of money from ads. Um, And then also like brand deals. It's difficult to get them. It's difficult to negotiate a fair fee. And it's difficult um, to make a branded video as enjoyable as a non-branded video. So, you know, Patreon's just another option for those of you who may be interested in supporting creators. Uh, So anyway, my Patreon. (laughs) Uh, I went back and forth about, like, how to do this um, because I thought I would love to do a podcast. I love you guys. I like making content for you. I like talking, and I wanted to be able to have a longer-form discussion but then I was like, um, how, how can I do this? You know, the equipment costs money and it's so much extra time. And I mean, I don't even know how podcasts work. Like, I assume you get paid maybe with iTunes per like listen, but I'm sure it's nothing comparable to, you know, AdSense earnings. It's like nothing, you know, a dollar for a thousand views, something like that. <laughs> um, So I was like, okay, if I'm going to do a podcast, I have to monetize it somehow. 
Let's see if it works. Even though it feels a little icky, even though it shouldn't feel icky because I'm a person doing some kind of work and, you know, if thousands of people enjoy that work, why is it wrong to ask to get paid a teensy bit for it, you know? Uh, anyway, ugh, enough, enough talk about money. Actually, not enough. Uh, so, on my Patreon, I think I'm going to have a, a few different tiers. So, like, $3 per month, $5 per month, $10 per month if you're crazy. If you're a crazy big spender, um, I'm banking on a lot of you just doing $3, which is awesome. Because, obviously, that adds up with a lot of people, and I appreciate that a lot. Um, but, with, with Patreon, the plan I think I have is that I'll do a bonus episode, not every week, because I don't want to overextend myself or make promises that I can't keep. But I'm thinking maybe, maybe two bonus episodes a month. Um, Or if I were to do more bonus episodes, they may just be shorter. I'm not sure how long this podcast is going to be in the first place. You know, I'm aiming for an hour, but even right now I'm thirsty. I need water. I need to breathe. (laughs) I'm sure it'll be a lot easier on episodes where I have guests, but for right now, it's just me talking for an hour straight, and that's pretty difficult. Um, But anyway, the bonus episodes will be patron only, so those will only be accessible on the Patreon, and that's as a thank you to the supporters. Um, And everybody else is watching the regular episodes for free on YouTube or you're listening on iTunes and that's awesome too. So anyway, stay tuned for that and if you would like to support, I thank you guys so much and I really look forward to this podcast. You know, with a new medium, it's a new challenge for me to just work differently and be more creative, and I really, really hope that I can end up getting some interesting guests on this podcast, Um, because I was thinking about this recently, too. I don't want this to just be another platform of me moaning and groaning about my problems, you know? And I don't want it to be negative. I want this to be a nice, enjoyable listen for you, whether you're commuting to work or school, or you're just chilling. Maybe you're listening to this as you're cleaning the house like I love podcasts and I want to feel good while and after I'm listening to a podcast so um this is not going to be like a negative like sad we're all fucked because we're 20 something podcast um but I would like to share you know what I'm going through as always and I really want to bring in other people who have different perspectives because that is just like, that's a major theme that I've been thinking about lately is like, um, when is it my time to speak about something? When am I a young white woman, you know, straight, all these other things? When am I allowed to be a voice of authority on something? And when should I pass the mic, so to speak, to somebody else or share the mic, share the platform? Um, So there are a lot of issues that I know that I am not educated enough about or that I just don't have the best perspective to present um, a strong opinion or anything. Um, so for, for a lot of those situations, I want to bring other people and, um, 
just be able to share that. I, I very strongly believe in the power of discussion and listening, and I think podcasts are awesome, and it's so incredible that so many people enjoy just listening to, you know, an hour of discussion, and um, I think it's a really cool platform, and there's a lot of potential in it, <laughs> Um And just as people, like, I think this has kind of been my theme for 2017, so let's talk about it. Um, But I've been hugely into just listening and trying to be a better communicator this year, and I hope that that worked. But I remember last year, um, at the end of 2016, I had learned some major, major lessons from my uh last breakup and i i just learned like in relationships and in life how important it is to be honest and be open and to talk to the people that you love you know your friends and family everyone around you and just you know be be straight up with them, be clear, don't let things just fester. If you have a problem with yourself or with someone else, talk about it. And it's such a simple thing, but I think a lot of us, it's it's hard to actually use that in practice and you don't want to inconvenience someone, you don't want to hurt their feelings or for whatever reasons, you don't want to speak up about things often, or at least I find myself struggling with it. Um, But the benefits of being open and being honest is, uh, it's limitless. Um, So yeah, back to my breakup at, not the end of last year, it was whatever. In 2016, I had a breakup and um, that was a major turning point, but I finally learned um, just a lot of lessons from that and, you know, my ex-boyfriend learned a lot of things from that too and I think we both became better people because of it and then we finally understood each other on a deeper level and it's like, that was awesome, you know? That's like breakup goals, dude. When you both break up, become better people, meet people that are great for you. I'm like, I'm getting way too into his life now, but shout out, shout out Reed. <laughs> this is weird. Um, giving you a shout on my podcast. I doubt you're listening, but if you are, hey, what's up? Thanks for teaching me things. I hope you learned some things from me as well. But anyway, Reed has a new girlfriend. They're really great together, you know, from what I've seen on social media. And obviously I... I'm in a new relationship and I'm so happy. So it's like, you know, if we hadn't communicated, if we hadn't finally dealt with our issues, we could still be together and be like unhappy today. You never know. Um, But instead, you know, we're living our best lives and, and that's great. So, you know, I learned a lot from that. So that led me into 2017, which has been... The craziest year of my life, I think I can definitively say that, and it's brought me so many unexpected (laughs) events and people, and I'm so grateful for that, and I'm getting super, super emo about it. 
Um, cause I, I love nostalgia. So I love looking back on things and especially, you know, at the end of the year, everybody likes to kind of close the book or turn the page and get ready for the next year. So I've been doing a lot of that, a lot of just, um, reflection, which is good. Uh, some good introspection and yeah, 2017 has been incredible. Um, but I do, I do owe a big part of, you know, my successes or my favorite parts of this year from listening and communicating and being honest and just going after things and not being afraid of circumstances and things. This is very vague. Ugh, I hate when people, like, just end up talking like this. (laughs) That's, like, a super, like, spiritual, I don't know, but it is honest, and it's, you know, what I'm appreciative of, Um, because I'll lay here with Nathan at night, and, um, you know, I'm just, like, so happy and full of love and appreciation, and I just, I, I zoom through this year, and I'm like, wow, I was here and there and this and that, up and down, and then I went to camp, and I met Nathan the first minute I was there, and here we are, not that long after, you know, it's been five, six months since we met, and here we are living together, you know, I never could have expected that at the beginning of 2017, I'd be in France, and by the end of 2017, I'd be living in New York with an English boyfriend, like, what, that just, (laughs) you can't expect these things, you know, but, I mean, especially with, um, with Nathan and I, the component of communication is huge because, you know, we met and our connection was like immediate and it was really fast. And, um, I don't know if I've talked about this in videos, but what happens at camp (laughs) happens quickly and it feels very intense and I just can't explain it. Um, in the same way that I met Locha and we were very, very fast best friends, um, the same thing happened with Nathan and we just connected really, really well. And, you know, like two weeks later, we were sitting together and just thinking, how is it possible that I've only known you for two weeks? It just feels like so, so much longer. Um, but anyway, with us meeting and then quickly, you know, falling for each other. Um, we had to be very open and honest about how we felt about each other and what our expectations for this relationship were, if we were gonna have a relationship at all. And we had to make big decisions, um, which is hard because, you know, obviously at camp, a lot of people go there and, you know, they want some kind of summer romance or they want, um, some kind of adventure, some kind of love, but most people don't go to camp expecting to leave in a relationship because it it, it gets really messy, you know? Everybody's from all over the world, so you don't expect that you would be able to make that work, but um, Nathan and I met, and we were like, okay, well, I'm from California. You're going to be living in New York, can we do this? Do you want to do this? Okay, we're in it. We're doing long distance. And then we were booking, you know, 
trips together so that we knew that we'd see each other. And then very soon it was like, well, what about the possibility of you moving to New York? And I was like, well, wow, I don't know. And um, it all just come to, it came together really quickly. Um, but obviously it was all for the best and it worked out and it was based on, you know, some very strong feelings and some love, lots of love. And here we are now, you know, I'm glad we didn't doubt ourselves and I'm glad we didn't listen to the haters. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, no, but really there were people who questioned what we were doing and thought that we were getting, you know, maybe too close too fast or, you know, they warned us long distance can be tough. Are you sure you want to do this? And, um, you know, in those situations, you have to listen to yourself and your heart, or at least me. I'm a very um, heart, heart heavy? No. <laughs> I listen to my heart, you know? I, I, I try to be logical as well, but ultimately, like, my heart will win. Um, I'm going to pause this because I need to breathe, okay? And I'm back. All right. Um... So, yeah, I will probably just need to pod pod this end cast soon. Gonna end this podcast soon because I haven't gotten uh, accustomed to speaking to myself for an hour at a time. I do talk to myself very often, um, probably like all day long, just, you know, whispering to myself and making little jokes and stuff. Don't we all? Uh, but I'm not accustomed to fully speaking out loud for an hour. My throat hurts. I'm sweaty. It's very hot in here. Um, I haven't felt very good today physically. I ate something and it made me sick. Like, I wanted to throw up. I felt very nauseous. Um, I think it was, like, leftover fucking beans. I'm so stupid. Yesterday, (laughs) I was eating, (laughs) I was eating leftover Chipotle that was from Saturday and it was Sunday yesterday. So I was eating this leftover Chipotle and Nathan comes over and he's like, is that from Friday? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, you know, it's like dangerous to eat old rice. And I was like, what? Then I looked it up as I was still eating the Chipotle. And apparently there's like bacteria that, uh, grows in rice. And if you don't store it quickly, it, like, just keeps growing, and then when you eat leftover rice or, like, recook rice, it, um, can give you food poisoning. So, I was like, oh, cool. So, if I get food poisoning, that'd be great. Uh, hope it doesn't happen. It didn't happen, but maybe it's happening now. <laughs> God, I hope not. Uh, but anyway, this morning, I eat, I, I go to have breakfast, We're on our last pieces of sourdough, and toast is my go-to. Beans on toast is my go-to. Thanks to Nathan's influence, I love beans on toast. Uh, So I go and I get these leftover beans that I made days ago. Those could be really old. I'm not sure when they're from. Regretting it. Um, Anyway, I ate that, and then I felt very sick. And so here I am, just trying to get through this first episode of Previously Gifted to try to learn this format. So I hope you guys somewhat enjoyed this. To be honest, I have no idea what I said. 
But if you guys have any extra suggestions lying around, please uh, make sure you subscribe to the Previously Gifted podcast YouTube channel and make sure you follow Previously Gifted on Twitter. Right now, it's uh, fucking... What's the word? It's not a tag. It's your, your at... What do you call that? I don't know. I'm blacking out. It's so hot. It's at Previ Gifted. P-R-E-V-I Gifted. Because it wouldn't give me more letters. I was trying to just say at Previously Gifted, but it wouldn't let me. Um, so I'm really sweaty now, and I've got to go. But thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope that you enjoyed this. Also, if there are any technical issues, if you hate the GoPro, sorry. If this audio sounds bad still, I'm working on it. I'm trying to learn how to make this mic sound ideal. Um, And hopefully it will continue to improve with every episode. So stay tuned for the next epi of Previously Gifted. I'm Tiffany Ferguson, and I need to lie down.